6: with your host,
2: John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We are back. Hour number two is upon us, and uh, two hours left, of course. And appreciate all of you joining us, and the uh, text messages and so on. Appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, I read them as, as often and as fast as I can, and if I can mention them on air, I do. And I appreciate each and every one of you doing this. Somebody asked me if I'd broken out the shorts yet. Um, yes, while not here. Because this, I'm not whining, but the particular area Charlie and I work on, if you wore shorts, you'd freeze, just saying. I'm not that, now some guys do, Andy can wear them and he's fine, but I'm, it's too cold for me to sit here for three straight hours, actually about four, and do this as cold as it gets. So no, at home, yes, here, no. But it is very nice out. Now, I said that to dovetail into my next topic which I try to do as much as I can. I think that's kind of how we're taught to do things in this world, in the radio world. Um, There's an article, NBC News, titled, Heat, Flooding, and Smoke! The U.S. is in the midst of a summer of extremes. Extremes, mind you. This year's events have yet to be thoroughly analyzed. Key, by the way. But scientists see the string of events as a part of a larger, undeniable pattern of extremes that's intensifying over time. The word of the summer, this is the article now, by Evan Bush, is extreme. Extreme flooding, extreme heat, extreme smoke. Well, okay, let's just break those three down really quick. Extreme flooding, yes, some places have flooded and frankly do... On an annual basis, depending upon where you live and how much moisture has, you know, fallen in the mountains in that particular area and how much rain may fall and so on, flooding occurs in different parts of the U.S. on a regular basis. Some places get, get flooding every year. They prepare for it. And they're used to it. Now, some places don't. I get that. Some places may only see it periodically. You know, we had a lot of flooding here in Colorado back in 2013. Huge amount of flooding. It damaged all sorts of things. It, you know, it was like the fires we had up in the Boulder area, you know, last year. Uh, you know, similar situation. It, it damaged a lot of things. Took out buildings. Took lives. Was it extreme? Uh, let me just say this. I've got pictures. I was scrolling through some of my photo albums and, and a lot of things I've had digitized over the years. And I was scrolling through some photo albums the other day. I don't know why. I just happened to be looking back through some stuff. All the way back, I've got some photos from 1968 or 9, I want to say. And I can remember, I wasn't very old, but I can remember to this day my dad driving us around looking at a lot of the flood damage that had happened up in the Boulder area in that year. Took out roads, took out bridges, and it was a big deal. Now, was that extreme... In 1969, and was it because of the things that the quote-unquote experts would say it is today? Well, in 69, global warming didn't exist, so nobody called it that. I don't think anybody would have even called it an extreme. It was just an event that happened back then. And we have those happen again and again. Now, a lot of times in that particular area, it's very true, they look at those things and those events and say, okay, if we're going to rebuild, let's make sure if we rebuild it, that doesn't happen again the next time. Because... In the case of Boulder, in the case of a lot of our mountain towns, by the way, our towns even along the front range here that are close to the foothills, they're at risk for flooding. Why? Because there's these things called mountains that exist just to the west of them that when water runs downhill and you get a lot of it, you get this thing called flooding, even flash flooding. Ding, 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 ding. There's your prize, Johnny. Yes, it happens. This is not anything in our area, by the way, that's extreme. They just happen. It's called a weather event. It's not a pattern. It's just an event. It happens. So extreme flooding. Well, again, I'm sort of debunking that because flooding happens all over the country at different times, different places, even places you would never think of having floods, Arizona. They have them. The desert can flood. Yes, it can. Get enough water at one time, in one location, and they've got hills and mountains and runoff and things there as well. And yes, flooding will occur. And a lot of times, cities and places around will plan for those things. Some don't. Houston, by the way, when they had the big floods down there from Harvey. Well, that's a city that over the years could have done some things to mitigate what had happened with that hurricane, but chose not to. They didn't spend the money on it. They chose to probably spend it on social programs instead of infrastructure. I don't know that for a fact, but that'd be my guess. And in turn, when the flood, when the hurricanes came, they had lots of flooding. Nowhere for the water to go. I, I know that there are times where cities can't plan enough in advance for all of that, but I do know that if cities take enough time and plan ahead well enough that even the Army Corps of Engineers will come in and even remap the floodplain areas if cities do enough to mitigate what could happen there. So, yes, those things can be mitigated and handled. But to call it extreme flooding, I think, is, by the way, uh, that's being very braggadocious. Flooding happens all over the country every year. Different parts, different times, different places. In fact, Charlie, I can remember as a kid going back to visit Our family, my mom's side of the family, is from the Kansas City area, actually northwest of Kansas City, kind of towards the Kansas border. And back then, the Missouri River would almost always flood every single year because the mitigation and the things I just got done talking about had never really happened. And there were lots of areas where it would flood on almost an annual basis. It just happened. Now, it doesn't happen as much anymore because of that mitigation that has occurred in a lot of those areas, but there's still areas that get flooded. That get, that get flooded. Next one they say is extreme heat. <laughs> Charlie and I were talking about this on Friday, by the way. Extreme heat. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Going to be 114 in Phoenix. Well, isn't it always this time of year? It's July. It's Phoenix. It's been known to get to 120 or better. I know I have family that live there. It's not uncommon to have those kind of temperatures on a regular basis there. I have clients there as well. It, it, it's not uncommon for them to not get out of the hundreds for a 24-hour period. That's not extreme heat. It's called Phoenix in the summer. Or Vegas in the summer. Or I can go through a lot of other areas in the country that are very much the same way in the summer months. What's the one place in California everybody flocks to in the wintertime because it's so warm, Charlie? I can't think of the name right now. Uh, it's it's east of the L.A. area. I can't think of the name, but a similar deal this time of the year. It's very, very hot, just like Phoenix. It's not extreme. It is for the rest of us, but Palm Springs, thank you, Charlie, Palm Springs, same deal. Very hot this time of year. In fact, you don't go to Palm Springs in July, unless you absolutely have to. Now, you go to Palm Springs in January, because it's super nice then, but you don't go in July. Nobody goes in July. In fact, you can get the cheapest hotel room there all year long in July. Why? Because it's hot, and we know it, and they know it. It's not extreme to them because it's just the way it is. Now, extreme smoke. Charlie and I, and we don't make fun. This was not to laugh at anybody back east. But Charlie and I were like, do these people in the New York area not understand what smoke is? Because we out here in the west, we have those types of days on an ongoing basis in the summertime. In fact, this year, given all the moisture we've had, we haven't had any of that. But we normally do. And yes, we've had it here in Colorado, maybe not quite as thick as they had in New York City, but man alive, we've had some days here where it's been stinking thick. Yeah, Charlie and I couldn't see the flag down on Havana behind us, which is not more than an eighth of a mile away. So we've seen smoke here at the station that thick. So extreme smoke, um, sorry, New Yorkers, no, for us out here, that's kind of a routine in the summer months, and, and a lot of that, by the way, is because we don't do fire mitigation in the forest like we used to. We don't take care of the forest like we used to. That's a whole other conversation. John and Cheyenne.
1: Hey, John. I had a laugh when they're saying extreme heat. When I was stationed uh, way back in the era at Yuma Proving Grounds, you know where Yuma, Arizona oh, yes. is? Oh, yes. And we had a couple of posts that we had a man, and it was so hot during the day that the polish would melt off our boots.
2: Oh, man, that's hot. <laughs>
1: I mean, it was, you'd take off your uniform shirt and it would just be nothing but white on your t shirt and your regular shirt on the back from all the sweat that you would sweat out. Yep. Just turn everything white. So, so in um, other words,
2: this isn't the first time we've seen these temps, John?
1: Or the last.
2: <laughs> oh, good one. Or the last. Good point. Yes, good point.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, you know, the same thing happened in December. It's never been this cold before. Well, yeah, it was.
2: Yeah, exactly. They
1: had records, you know. Yeah. And the other thing is when they say these uh, record heat and warm, do you trust any of the temperature measuring nope. equipment that was used 100 years ago? No,
2: nope, because, you no. Know, and the other thing, we've learned this even from folks I've interviewed here, they move them around all the time. They're not even taking the same oh, yeah. readings from the same thermometer in the same place, John.
1: Well, when they talk about Denver records, just for an example... Anything that was set in the before, like, what was it, 93?
2: Yeah, when DIA came, they Stapleton. moved it to DIA.
1: Yeah, and that's a there's a distance in the difference in terrain between where Stapleton was and where DIA is. Yeah, you're
2: halfway to Kansas. No, well, not literally, but you know what I mean.
1: Not, not re- I understand, yes. Yeah, well, some people say it's halfway to Wyoming.
2: Right, right
1: coming from the south.
2: That's old-timers that have lived here a whole life. It was a state... I mean, it's not anymore, but back when they built it, it was a long way east, John.
1: Yeah, especially when there wasn't, like, E-470 and you were taking back roads. Correct. Um, But I have to laugh, because I grew up in the northeast, right? And we used to call it the dog days of summer. Yep. It would be a 90-90 day, if you know what that
2: is. 90% humidity, 90-degree day, which felt over 100.
1: Oh, and... You know, if you didn't get to the beach or somewhere, you were miserable because it is yep. just hot. And yep. Especially in cities where you don't have any, everything absorbs the heat. Would yep. be a better way to say it. That's right. You know, the black holds
2: top it. It top. holds the heat, absorbs it, and holds it. That's right. Yep.
1: So and it never cools off at night.
2: That's right. I mean, my
1: father, my father. You know, we didn't grow up rich. We had one. We had a, an apartment. We had one air conditioner. That he would turn off at night because he, he said he couldn't afford to leave it on all night. Well,
2: you're you doing know. better than us. We had none.
1: Well, this was one. Now, granted, you a, were in an
2: area that needed it more than we did. But in Colorado, when I was a kid, John, only rich people had air conditioning.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I don't have it now where I'm at, but I'm at 8,000.
2: Yeah, you don't need it as much.
1: To, no. And any window I open facing west, I get the Wyoming wind. Right. I mean, in the summer, it's not bad. Right. But it's nice. The house off the other thing I wanted to tell you. I brought this up to you on Saturday. I spent 14 minutes on the phone with Dish and I got them to cancel on the first call. Good job! No, no. So, anybody who wants to cancel, you just have to keep saying, No, I'm not going to suspend, good, I'm not going to take a payment. Good, you no. just have to, good keep to know. Good to know. And I went out of my way to re- I said, Listen, I don't want to be rude to you or anything. But no matter what you say to me, the answer is going to be no, please cancel.
2: Good job, John.
1: (laughs) You know, but you have to be polite. If you start getting nasty with them, they'll hang up on you, and then you have to go back through. I also called one minute after their call center opened. That helps. And I got through in less less than a minute.
2: I got to run. John, I'll let you go with that. Perfect. Thank you, by the way, for the update. Joe, hang tight. I'll be right back. High five plumbing. Keep this number handy. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
7: Plumbing will help you keep your basement flood free with the right sump pump solutions. High Five can save you from water damage and costly foundation repairs. A sump pump replacement isn't an expensive fix, but putting it off can lead to more expensive repairs like flooring, walls, and mold damage. Basement flooding can also lead to eroded foundations or even cause your house to shift. With increased rainfall, sometimes it's necessary to install a second pump to handle the extra water volume. It's hard to tell if the pump is working on your own so have high five come out and take a look for you as a valued klz listener you'll enjoy a waived service call fee and fifty dollars off the repair for a one hundred dollar total discount so call high five today at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or go to klzradio.com plumbing to schedule your visit i
1: caught my toilet one too
4: many times i
2: Extreme Auto Repair, we talked to Sean earlier, and they're about a week and a half out on routine maintenance, things you can schedule for. So get that car in if you've got something coming up. Otherwise, if it's an emergency, they'll take care of you, klzradio.com.
6: Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract, making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE Certified Master Mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today.
2: Veteran Windows and Doors, anything you need when it comes to Windows and Doors, give Dave a call today. Find him at klzradio.com, 303-529-0720.
3: Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want you to fall prey to gimmicks like heat lamps. They want you to make a wise decision based on facts. Owner Dave Bancroft says making sure your windows are up to code and properly labeled is just the first step of the installation process with Veteran Windows and Doors. Dave promises their windows and doors meet the energy efficiency requirements, are right for your area of Colorado, and are correctly labeled at installation. The NFRC label is attached to the Energy Star label, and both must be energy efficient, or you will not receive any of the generous rebates that are available to you. Also, you need a transferable lifetime guarantee on the windows and doors that you invest in for your home, and owner Dave Bancroft provides that peace of mind, too veteran windows and doors prioritize integrity over gimmicks because in the end it's not about the show it's about the facts go to klzradio.com slash window today for windows and doors that stand the test of time
4: putting reason into your afternoon drive this
3: is john rush
8: all right we are back joe go for it sir you're up John, a little weather history. Do you know what the re- all-time record high temperature in Denver is?
2: The all-time record high in Denver, I'm guessing, is close to 115 to 120.
8: No, actually, it's only 105, but you know the first time that was set?
2: I have no idea.
8: 1878, and that was undoubtedly because of all the blacktop highways and paved parking lots.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, right.
8: Um, it's been set twice. It, it's hit that twice, but... So clearly, I was going to
2: say, I, now, I re, maybe maybe it's just me, and it may not have been Denver, may have been some of our surrounding areas. I remember getting hotter than that at some point.
8: Yeah, I was down at Castle Rock, and we hit like 109 in Castle Rock.
2: I was going to say thank you. I thought it was, you know, in that 109, 110 range.
8: Yeah, but, but Denver Denver proper, you know, which, of course, is right. the world, the big news is, right. 105, it's, it hit it twice, but the first time was 1878. Well, you know, was it man-made climate change back then?
2: You know, that's a good question, and they probably would come up with some excuse to tell you that, yes, it was.
8: Uh, obviously, you know, we didn't have the, literally, how many cars on the road in the United States today? Like 200 million, how many trucks? Oh, yeah, about 200
2: in? million today, yeah.
8: Right, and how many, uh, how many jets spewing it? By the way, uh, a jet burns 3,000 gallons an hour during takeoff. <laughs> a
2: lot. A lot of uh, fuel, by the way.
8: Yeah, you know, and by the way, this thing about we want, to, we want to save the climate by banning gas-powered lawn equipment.
2: Oh, dumbest thing ever, Joe. I was going to talk about that a little bit later today. Dumbest thing ever.
8: Uh, John, I did the math. Uh, you know, it, it what what one flight, there are 1,600 flights a day taking off from Denver, and they burn just during the, the taxi takeoff and climb-out phase. They're burning 9 million gallons Wow. Jet now, last time I looked, there's no emission controls or catalytic converters no, on a jet. No, there
2: is not, and you know why.
8: Right, and a and a tractor trailer with a 600 horsepower engine, if it's taking, you know, one hour to transit through the Denver area, either east to west or north to south on I-7 or I-25, you've got another. I forget how many million gallons. Okay,
2: so, so let's go back really quick to your 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 jet takeoff. Give me those numbers again.
8: Um. During the takeoff phase, it's burning 3,000 gallons of an hour. So if you figure it's 15 minutes for taxi takeoff and uh, 15 minutes of climb out in the Denver airspace, you're talking 800 gallons per flight per day times 1,600 flights a day times seven days of the week. It's 9 million gallons of fuel. Okay, so
2: really quick, just the way I would look at this, 9, millions of gallon, nine million gallons of jet fuel burned in one week's time here in the Denver area. There's about 5 million people roughly living in all of the front-range Denver area that you're talking about, and if each one of those people mowed their lawns, which they don't, by the way, but if each one, let's say, did, and typically a person with a decent-sized lawn might use a gallon a week, Joe, to actually do their lawn, what you're telling me is all of that takeoff and and so on 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 the jet engine side of the fence doubles, doubles, Easily, it's actually probably more like quadruples, what we're using to handle gas-powered equipment in the Denver area.
8: Just one, And remember, and you're only cutting your lawn 20 weeks a year. Yeah, exactly, thank
2: your, you. We're only doing that a few weeks out of the year.
8: Yeah, five months at 20 weeks, not 52 weeks.
2: That's right. Uh,
8: Den, so Denver would get the – and by the way, cities have the ability to regulate – you know, some airports around the country, like Santa Barbara, they shut them down. Nine o'clock, no, no flights after nine o'clock at night. If Denver simply – if they want to do something, fine. Uh, go, instead of 1,600 flights a day, put a cap, make it 1,598 flights a day, and you will save 100 times more air pollution than you will by banning lawn, lawnmower.
2: The whole lawn power. equipment thing is absolutely just nothing more than, again, a, another way for the left to control you, period. That's all it yeah, is. It has,
8: the, it has the effect. You know, my father had this saying that I love. It would have the equivalent effect of a fart in a gale of wind. Yep.
7: Uh, Now,
2: Joe, you know me, if you want to go buy an electric lawnmower, you know what? Knock your socks off, more power to you. And for some people, that might actually work really well. For folks that are very unmechanically inclined and they don't want to dink around with changing oil and doing gas and all of that and just want to plug in and go, you know, Joe, back in the day, they ran off a cord the guys would run over occasionally. But if that's what you want to do, more power to you. I'm not going to hold it against you, but don't force me to do it.
8: Oh, and, John, one more thing. Any alleged reduction in CO2 emissions... 64% 64% of the power in the Denver area comes from fossil fuel sources. And when you add to the grid by adding electric power, you're not...
2: We're not reducing all, anything.
8: Right. All wind and all solar is always used first as part of your base load. And once you get past that wind and solar base load, every additional kilowatt hour you, of demand you create is met by either burning more natural gas yep. or more coal. Yep. You, you can't
2: snap nope. your fingers. Can't and have they, it both I, ways.
8: Right, so whatever savings whatever gross savings you might well we 're going to burn so many gallons less you know gas per per week for twenty weeks of the year when you go to charge those things you 're going to be burning more 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 coal and or natural gas, so the savings is even less Now i, I calculated it to be less than zero point zero one percent of the total fossil fuels burned in the in the uh, greater denver area uh, that's that was my calculation. Mm minute, John, almost not measurable. Um, and yep.
2: so you, hey, you, you have to wonder, Joe, and I know we're close on time here, but you have to wonder if it's not the electric tool companies themselves, you know, lobbying and pushing for some of these things to get people to switch over so they can sell more equipment at the end of the day. Because let's face it, the folks like Makita and Ryobi and others that even sell gas-powered things, but think about that. If they can sell twice as many of these, just think about how their sales work. Yeah, they're
8: certainly not fighting it, John. No,
2: not, not at fighting. all, because they make big money. I mean, think about – I don't know. I've never done them. I'm going to give you a task. Tell me what the actual cost of a lithium battery that you buy for a power tool – that, by the way, in a lot of cases is over $100 a battery. If you buy them in, yep. in bulk, you might get two for 150 But I want you to do the math for me and tell me what's their cost, because i got to believe it's a fraction of that price.
8: And John, it's just like when you buy an inkjet printer. You know, yep. you can buy a the inkjet printer. The ink is where they make the cash. The, it, right. Uh, you know, I've got this. You know, well, I I, I now have a, an Epson, but I used to have a, an HP. You know, I can buy this magnificent printer, copier, scanner, two side. You know, for 120 bucks. Now I guarantee it costs more than 120 bucks to make it, ship it. You know, the 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 the, the Staples had to mm-hmm. get a profit mm-hmm. out of it. It, it, I guarantee it costs more than 120 bucks to get this thing to my door. Yep. But they're making money every time I buy an ink cartridge.
2: And they um, love that battery world because those things, as you know, there's a lifespan to them. They do not last. Yep. I mean, you take an average power tool where you would normally put fuel in it, and you can fuel it for you know, from here to eternity almost, Joe, as long as the engine stays intact, which most small engine equipment would for a very, very long time. You take the average battery life, I bet you most of them don't get three years
8: right yeah, and John uh, I, you know I left him in Colorado I wasn't going to move him to New Jersey. but um i i had i had a twenty year old lawnmower that was still working it was actually a garden tractor it worked just as well then as it did now, but you know i it was twenty years old and it was still working on the same engine, so yep. you're right they last, they last a long time yep so
2: anyways, all right i'll leave you if you and by the way, if you can, if you can figure out what their cost on an average you know tool battery is I'd love to know.
8: I'll I'll try to
2: figure that out for you. You're the man, Joe. Appreciate it very much. We'll come right back. Golden Eagle Financial, speaking of finances, uh, Al Smith is your guy to talk to when it comes to financial planning, the wherewithal to do so he has, and he'll help you get where you need to go. Find him at klzradio.com.
4: Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial has seen many of the things that can interrupt your retirement plans. He's like a coach. He'll look over your plan and use his 30 years of experience in retirement advisement ...to ensure that you're ready for any unforeseen contingency. Retirement plans can be derailed by any number of things. Mike Tyson once said, "...everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. Al has the experience to expect the unexpected." He knows that there's a 50% chance you'll need long-term care. And on top of that, a 25% chance that the care will last more than a year and a half. Your retirement resources must be able to handle these expenses while preserving your financial independence without burdening your loved ones. Al Smith will guide you so that you'll be prepared and help you analyze your entire plan to give you a peace of mind that comes with being ready. Schedule a short meeting with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today by going to klzradio.com slash money and be prepared. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed
2: and appointed agents. All right, we're going to talk about mortgage rates with Kurt Rogers here in just a few minutes. In the meantime, any questions you have for Kurt, call him directly, 720-895-0500.
9: 720 500 That's 720-895-0500. NMLS, 298-191, regulated by door.
2: All right, you may want to use a different part or a part of your home differently than you are now. In other words, remodel it. Do something different with that area. Premier Home Remodels can do all of that for you and help you from the design to the completed product. Find them at 720-619-8773.
3: Premier Home Remodels will customize your home so you can remain in it and grow comfortably for years to come. With their creative expert team, Premier can design the features needed or add the extra space to your home, making it more suitable for your family and safe for you to age in place. They're experienced in retrofitting homes, meeting all your needs now while ensuring you are prepared for the future. Premier Home Remodels will help you design the right changes to accommodate your entire family. And with Premier's years of construction and design experience, they know how to make the aging in place transition just the way you want it. They want you to have a home you'll be excited to live in. Let Premier help you today. Receive 10% off your remodel this month with Premier. Go to klzradio.com slash remodel and let Premier turn your home into the ideal home for you now and in the future.
1: This is Rush to Reason, powered by Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon
2: Rush, KLZ 560. My son Richard joining us now. Richard, we saw over the weekend, speaking of the sports end of things, I saw all sorts of posts on this. In fact, I think most of the folks I know on Facebook ended up out at Bannamere Speedway for the big last national event held here in Colorado at that speedway. There's rumors that that may move, and there's some other things in the works and so on, which, again, I have no knowledge of, any inside knowledge of one way or the other. Bottom line, it was a big event for them, and they packed it out Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
0: Yeah, Dad, it was it was it was sort of like you know I guess what it used to be. I mean, again, I remember obviously growing you know going there growing up, right? And and because uh, we were obviously with you being in the car and the things. I know you grew up going there too yep. as well. Yep. And it was you know this past weekend was kind of what it used to be. And I know obviously because of COVID and even before COVID, it, 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 it had it, diminished. Yeah. My, yeah. My high nationals wasn't quite what it was, right. right. Know, at, at some point in right. time. And so it was, it was really exciting to see people excited to go out there. And, and you know, I was thinking about it. it, it I, I am, I'm sad because my boys, right. Won't get to go experience the same thing that I did. Right. And I know a lot of your listeners have, but it's a it's a hard thing to explain. I, I was even trying to explain it, you know, to to my family, my extended family, you know, to to my wife and, and kind of her, because I don't think they've ever gone. If you haven't and experienced it,
2: it's hard to explain.
0: It, it is hard to experience how. I mean, again, I remember my first time going. mean I, I, you can probably remember. There it was probably what seven or eight, something like that, and just feeling. When those top fuels and the funny cars go down the track, and you can just feel your whole body vibrate, yep, just from an engine, yep, it's it's pretty cool. And, and again, I think it's something that, like you said, I think that it is. What well, I think it's going to be missed. I know you you were talking on Saturday for a while about you know the, the different theories and stuff are out there, and right. I, we can talk about that here. At, you know in a little bit, but I, I think I'm glad to see that they had a really full weekend. I'm glad to see that people got out there and experienced it. And it really is, again, it's a second-to-none experience overall, right? It's hard yes. to... Uh, yes, yeah,
2: but, you know, really quick, I want to back them. up to your, cause yeah. to your point earlier. There had, and people kind of forget this, there had been kind of a dwindling even inside of NHRA at a time, because most people forget this, or maybe don't even know, but Currently, those pro cars that you're talking about, alcohol, funny car, no, sorry, funny car, uh, top fuel, and so on, the pro classes no longer run a quarter-mile track. It's now a 1,000 feet, and there was a little bit of a revolt back in the day when NHRA said, hey, you're going too fast, we're going to shorten the track up a little bit to keep the— Basically, keep everybody safe, keep some of the speeds down, similar to what they've done with NASCAR and restrictor plates and so on and so forth. So there was a time where an itrate came along and said, all right, we're going to slow things down. We're going to go to a 1,000-foot track. Well, the purists, the pure drag racers at heart, guys like me, even kind of revolted and said, wait a minute, timeout, 1,000-foot track? It's supposed to be a quarter-mile track, not a 1,000-feet track. And that's not what we're out here doing. So there for a while, Richard, some of those numbers dropped because it really was a revolt against not Bandemir, but NHRA in general for lowering the distance of the track to do what I just said. So you're right. It did kind of diminish for a little bit.
7: Well,
0: and they basically took, and it doesn't seem like a lot, but they basically took off a football field. Correct. Right, which is a lot.
2: It is a lot. It's a lot when you're going that
0: fast. Correct, you know, three hundred feet right they they kind of took off the i don't know if they took off the top but the, but they did instead of thirteen twenty yeah, it's,
2: yeah. it's it's you know a thousand feet now,
0: yeah so and again, I remember I, i'm I'm right there with you you know again, I remember growing up and you know going and seeing the quarter mile and you are know, talking you know, the different pits and I, I think I don't know if John Ford did the interview this weekend, I think he did it I think um, he did it Friday if I'm ago. not mistaken well and i know, and I know he was talking about it right he was talking about. The track and how amazing it is, and and how it kind of obviously holds a special place in his heart and in a lot of the hearts because it's well, it's just different up here, Dad. Right? You know, the altitude's different. The cars got to run differently. They have to, and this is really, with all respect to Colorado National Speedway up here uh, on the north end of town. It's really the only race tracks we've kind of got here in in, in Colorado. As right. Far, as
2: far as. Those big names coming to town, you know, national type names and so on. Uh, yeah, Car National has a few events throughout the year, but none of them. And I'm not saying this any in a derogatory way at all. It's just not one and the same. To your point, Richard, there. It's just it's apples to oranges. It's not even close to being the same.
0: Well, exactly, and, and and like I said, as much as you know, you and I would love NASCAR, and again, I don't think that's going to happen for. A variety of reasons, right? You know, and, and, and maybe, I don't know, at the same time, maybe, you know, maybe what, you know, uh, the Bandemer family, you know, sort of has in mind with some of their other thinking of, of, you know, doing a track maybe out east, and maybe they do get a conglomerate together, and maybe part of that is doing a NASCAR track, right? I think that would be really cool, you know, to do something like that here at our altitude and to see, you know, how the teams would sort of have to add that into their schedule, right? Because the NHRA teams have had to do that For years, right, Dad? The altitude here is just vastly different.
2: Uh, There is not as much air density. I mean, for, for those of you that aren't, Into all of that. You know, the racers up there, they even utilize, you know, high-end instrumentation to know exactly what the density of the air is, how much humidity do we have, how did that compare to the last run, what's the temperature done, what's the temperature of the track, on and on we go. It's actually a lot more sophisticated than anyone would ever imagine, even computerization-wise, Richard. The technology is astronomical, and most folks have no idea how all that works. They just go up, watch them run down the track, which, by the way, that's what you're supposed to do, go get entertained, have a good time. But what's going on? Behind the scenes is actually a lot more sophisticated than anyone ever would ever imagine.
0: Well, and, and, and in addition to that, Dad, I don't know if people, and again, for folks who haven't been, I'm sorry, I, I wish you could have, because it's hard to explain to Dad how, and I don't know if you can still do this, but again, growing up, I was able to do this. You know, you go stand in the pits, right, and you walk, right. and when they fire you those can still do that, stuff, yep. And, and, and you know, you fire they fire the engines up and you know you people are burn you know, because that nitro methane's burning is burning your eyeballs and yep. you know it's loud and I mean just I mean a total race gearhead or just if you're just in sheer awe of like you said, that engineering and ingenuity, that is it is the place to be.
2: it, it really is. Now our next closest that most people could drive to fairly easily is the Heartland Uh, Motorsports Park in Topeka, which is what most people are going to have to do for the next couple of years, because my own crystal ball, if you want to call it that, or my predictions will be, you're not going to see, if a track gets built, I don't think you're going to attend a national type event like you just went and saw over the past weekend. It's going to be minimum. I could be wrong. I could be outside of, of this as far as my dates go, Richard, but I anticipate at least three years, if not four.
0: Well, and honestly, Dad, I think, no offense to you, I think you're a little bit, unless they've got something in the works.
2: Well, yeah, unless land is picked out and they've got all the investors lined up, you, yeah, you, you you, correct, it could even be
1: five.
0: Could, could, because to build, you know, to build, obviously put grandstands up and, and the track, and obviously Bandamere learned over the years, right? You know, they, they ended up, you know however many years ago let's put in the glycol system underneath it right to, it's all
2: to cool the track you know right.
0: to, to cool the track down a little bit and and kind of do some of the things that they did And obviously they learned from that and, and obviously so they have a little bit of experience but just the time it takes these days and, and you know like you were saying Saturday it's all going to be dependent too on how they're able to you know, what 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 city right are they going to be in Denver which we all know I likely that's not. probably not so you know Adams County, or you know, if they want to go a little bit further north from the airport, then you're in Weld County. But again, you also want to do it to where it's not super far away, because the benefit of Bandimere, and you always said this, it was kind of close for everybody, right? Right? You know, it was on the west Correct. side of town. It was within the mountains, or not mountains? You know, it was on a mountain. You know, right? You know, thunder on a mountain, and so it, it was really a special place. And, and I'm not, and I know you and I are on the same page. We're not faulting the Bandimere's at all, because I can only imagine. Nope you know, the the, piece, the gold mine that they were on there. And with everything that's going on, you actually drove by there this weekend to see all of the new neighborhoods and stuff that are going up there. I can't imagine some of the stuff that they've been having to deal with and obviously with all the COVID nonsense, right, that they had to mess with, with the public health department and the, the unfair shake that they got. But, yeah. Uh, it is it is it's a sad thing and like i said it's just kind of kind of weird that you know bandamir will will be no more in a way right
2: yeah no you're exactly right and uh uh, you'll be able to go through some of the other ra- go to some of the other races throughout the rest of the year. They will not be the big national event like we just had. And again, it'll be interesting to see how things shake out. And I'm sure we'll hear more on that as time goes by. And again, best to the Bannemir family. There's a hundred acres up there. I never realized exactly how the acreages worked wow. out or how the acres worked out, Richard. But there's a hundred acres up there that they ended up selling off. They did say in a statement over the weekend that if you like what they've been doing, whoever they sold to, they can't say exactly who it is because of nondisclosure agreements, but it's going to be something automotive-related is what they said. So if you like some of what you've seen in regards to what's parked there and so on, it will be very close to that, but they did not come out and say exactly what it is. So I think the one thing that that does is rule out a big Amazon warehouse, which was kind of the speculation of of what might be going in. So I'm guessing that's probably not going to be the case.
0: Well, and, and, and I hope that is the case. I hope they do something for it because I also know that they did do some stuff there. You know, they've some different driving schools and some things Correct. up there. Obviously, they've also done the um, the at Christmas time that you know the other yep. company is able to rent them out. You know, they do the Christmas lights and stuff. It, it, it really is. It's a really cool spot in the city, right? I think. Oh, and I hope it does do something automotive because again, I know for for not only for me but for you and lots of people that are your age and obviously you know even you know older than that. It's definitely something that is near and dear, and it holds a special place, because it was a special
2: place for a long, long time. Yep, I'll, I'll leave it at that. We'll be right back. Richard, don't go anywhere. Absolute electrical, plumbing, heating, and air, anything you need. And don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool System, which on today's days like today will save you a lot of money. Find them at klzradio.com.
5: When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com absolute and get cool fast.
7: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
2: All right, up next, Ridgeline Auto Brokers. Again, anything you need when it comes to a vehicle, they're there to help you, whether it's trade up, trade down, you name it. Maybe you're looking for a vehicle for a family member, a child that may be going off to college, something along those lines, just give them a call. They'd love to help you out. RidgelineAutobrokers.com.
6: Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers, specializes in quality-use cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only one dollar. Bridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car.
7: A business that simply closes its stores loses almost all of its equity. Unless you have a plan for handing your business off to the next owner, you will not see the most financial return for your investment. You've invested years of hard work into your business. Make sure you retire with a long-term plan for your business to continue running without you. John Rush needs about two years to get your business running smoothly enough to sell. Start now and in two years, you can retire with a tidy profit knowing your investment has paid off. Email John at RushToReason.com.
4: This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Barb with the United Way of Weld County said, we are very happy with the copiers we currently have and your customer service is exceptional. Doug is a great technician and is always prompt in coming out whenever we have a problem with one of our copiers. Thanks again for your wonderful partnership and customer service. I'm glad we are working with you. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664.
1: We don't yell at you, we inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush
2: to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560, my son Richard. And you drove a car here recently, I believe, a 2023 Mazda CX-30 Turbo Premium Plus. That's a mouthful. Was the car everything that it's supposed to be?
0: It, it is a mouthful, and it is, and, and, it, and it's in a good way. They have. This is a car that was introduced in 2020. Obviously, it's continued. It's kind of part of this ultra-competitive, Dad, yep. um, sort of mini compact SUV. So obviously the compact SUV class is even a little bit larger than this vehicle, but this kind of mini compact class, lots of vehicles in it, right? You know, it's really maybe four full-size adults for a, smart, for a short trek. more likely fit for a family of three. You know, maybe you've got a, a car so you can fit in the back. Um, but the turbo engine, they have kept. Um, it is only available in kind of the upper trim levels. That's why you mentioned kind of the turbo Premium um, and Turbo Premium Plus trim levels. Um, it comes with a base non-turbocharged engine, which is probably fine sea level dad. But obviously, what we're going to say and we're going to tell everyone right. when they when they always ask at our altitude, need that turbocharged engine. You're just otherwise kind of sitting there floundering. But I will say this: it runs really, really well up here at our altitude. Was a fun preppy car to drive. You and I were talking earlier. Mazda has done a fantastic job of late, and folks, some of you may be surprised to hear that. But I would encourage you to check out, obviously, not only this Mazda, but several, you know, several other variations that they've got, because it really is a car company dad that they've done a lot to kind of change their image. Yep, they've they've done a lot to really kind of enhance their image, and it's something that I'm really, really pleased with. This vehicle, dad, you can get a CX-30 for the mid twenties if you so see fit. The vehicle we tested was about thirty-seven. 405. Um, it's got some, you know, destination and some things, you know, in in that. In terms of fuel economy, we were it's 22 and 30 for an average of 25, and I can say we were right there at about 26 or 27. So okay. uh, obviously, with a little bit of highway in there, which is nice. And, and I'll just say that the turbocharged engine works really, really well. It's smooth. It's got a ni- it's decent amount of creature, creature comforts. Nothing that's going to blow you away. The infotainment system is easy to use, easy to set up. You don't have to take your eyes off the road for very long. And it's got a, light, a lot of nice kind of soft apportionments throughout, as we always like to tell folks. So, again, this is really competitive, Dad. This class, again, you can get this car and other you know, competitors for that 25 to 35 range pretty right. easily. It all just kind of depends on the, the type that you want. And, in this case, really the engine that you want, right? If you do want to step up into that mm-hmm. turbo, you're going to be in the 30s. But I encourage folks to check it out. Head to the local Mazda dealer, test drive it. And when they do that, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Rush to Reason and Drive Radio sent you.
2: Yeah, really quick, Richard, I want to add on to that, too, that they have some of the prettiest colors of a lot of the car companies, in my opinion, that are out there. That red color they've got is absolutely gorgeous. And that car you drove has some really kind of expensive uh, items that a lot of, you know, how should I say, that? there's cars that cost a lot more money than it that they have on it, like the radar, you know, the adaptive cruise control power liftgate that you can program and so on. There's some things with that car that, again, come in a lot fancier cars, but you can get for a car, you know, reasonably priced in that low 30, low, low to mid 30 range if you like.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, you said it. You know, and a lot of cars are coming with it now, but but they're not standard, some of these safety features. Or maybe they're doing some things that are standard, Dad, right? You know, maybe blind spot monitoring and rear cross-traffic alert standard. But, again, with Mazda, especially as you kind of get into these upper trim levels, their safety packages and it is nice, right? Their radar adaptive they're,
2: control. Their adaptive control. front lights and things like that that, again, come on much more expensive cars, you're getting on that car.
0: Yeah, and I believe this car also has a surround view camera system on it, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, if I am, my, my apologies. But yeah, lots of different things that way that they're adding value through little things that that maybe maybe you're not aware of. So again, highly encourage folks to check it out because I think you'll be pleasantly surprised when you do.
2: All right. Again, appreciate it very much. Okay. Real quick, getting back to sort of this, you know, just the whole sports thing and so on. We've got a couple of minutes left. Any other exciting news that happened over the weekend? I know things are a little down right now, other than like golf and things like that. Any other big news? Baseball, I should say. Don't want to forget that one.
0: Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so, baseball was last week, which is, is crazy. I think we talked about this at one point in time. This is like this past week was the only week out of the year I think it. Um, I want to say it's like the Monday before. Basically, there's no sporting event scheduled, and I think it was last Wednesday and Thursday um, because the players for baseball had their all-star game and they were traveling, so not much scheduled. This next week is the British Open, so for those of you that are okay. fans of early morning golf, you can get your golf in early in the day here in the States and then still have the rest of the day to go hang out and do what you want. Wimbledon was this past weekend weekend. Um, where and I, I don't know the exact pronunciation of the of the winner, but he's a twenty year old kind of phenom. He was playing against Novak Djokovic, which obviously we know another Serbian, you know, here in Denver, which is you know Nikola Jokic, our our center for the Denver Nuggets. But he he played that, and I'm I'm kind of a fan for him because of obviously how he handled COVID and the lockdowns and that sort of stuff. Um, but he's I think he's in his mid thirties maybe not quite in his prime anymore although the way he played was pretty fantastic but he'd won it in Wimbledon I think it was seven times he was going for time eight he didn't pull it out it was a really exciting match four hours which was phenomenal um and yeah outside of that dad this is kind of the quiet time although we do have training camp for the Broncos and the NFL starting here in about two weeks so once that starts we'll be able to get out and See you know what what the Broncos have in store, and, okay. and then we'll really be jumping off.
2: All right, I will let you go with that, Richard. As always, I appreciate it very much. And uh, I did have a couple of different text messages coming in in regards to Bandemirs, and I'll try to get my I'll try to get those answered even here at the top of the hour as I can. And uh, you know, a couple of you are even saying, you know, if they do another track, will Colorado let them? It's a different Colorado now than it used to be, you know. Um, that I don't know. All I can say is what some of the the press conferences that the Bannermir family have have had and what they have said. Now, again, you've got to get that one closed, get the money in the bank, and determine what you're going to do next. Now, there is some ways uh, of exchanging. Properties and not having capital gains on the money they're making out of that property, but there's a lot of things that have to happen to make that work, and I have no information along those lines, and I'm not privy to any of that as to how and or if any of that is taking place as we speak. Bruce Simmons is next. He is our reverse mortgage professor. He understands the ins and outs, by the way, of reverse mortgages. call Bruce today. If you think that might work for you, find him at klzradio.com.
4: That's 303-467-7821. Or schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
1: Live and local, back to Rush to Reason.
2: All right, folks, and again, uh, Charlie and I were talking during the break. I do my best to answer text messages. If I'm alone, like I am on every day except when Andy's here on Tuesdays, Friday, so Monday... Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. If I don't answer quickly, it's because I'm talking and I cannot type and talk at the same time. I've not mastered that; That is not in my wheelhouse. So, if it takes me a little bit to answer, I always am reading them. Just know that, and I will answer them as quickly as I can. Another flower coming your way. Kurt's going to talk about. Kurt Rogers going to talk about uh, the mortgage world, interest rates, and so on, which I saw over the weekend may have come down. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Rush to in Denver's afternoon rush. KLZ five sixty.